Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over a hundred casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Mine. I work at uh, a big box store, basically, and fucking, I've got people coming with buggies full of tissues. Full of, and, full of what? Uh, what? You know, soap what, and what everything. Are, what are they pull, pulling up? Is full of things? They're pulling up. I'm oh, sorry, you were breaking up. I, it sounded like a bee. It was breaking up. I heard a bee noise. I think you... <laughs> Welcome to the Better Call Saul podcast. Brought to you by the Baltic Effect. My name is Trent. His name is Shane. And his name is Nick. We are talking about the show Better Call Saul, but before we talk about the show Better Call Saul, episode named No Man's Tea. What time is it, Shane? Awesome. Well, it is time for a double dose of the podcast oh. pop quiz, because we are not just talking about A Man for This, we are talking about Namaste as well. We have two episodes tonight. That's right. That's right. Yeah, mm. the last one, what was the last one called? A Man for This? The, the first one was guy The Guy for this. for this, and then No Man's T. No Man's, it's a sequel to No Man's <laughs> Sky, the game that was bad, then good, then, then good again. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> All right. Is it good now? I I can't. I, I can't. I heard it got I, I, better. I wanted to play it, but I my graphics card didn't support it. So my next PC or next laptop will. I I'll know try of it. it through the internet historian only. So I I knew I wanted to try it, but the people were like, "Don't." And I was like, "What?" And then it kept popping up for sale. And I'm like, "I thought people hated this game." And then I watched his like 20 minute doc on it. And I was like, "Oh, it's really interesting." I like really. Because it paints the dude that made it as a piece of shit for a little while. And then the internet historian's like, well, let's really look at it. And it's like the, this, this guy who was trying to program a game was rushed by other people and then put out in front of cameras. And it's a guy who's not good at being in front of a camera. The fuck do you expect was going to happen? So then they, they worked on the game like tirelessly and, and really tried to – and then they've improved it like a motherfucker. Apparently it's incredible now. It's what I hears. Yeah, it's good. just when it – Came out. It, it was dog bad, shit. You know, what everybody? No, it was That's bad. Right. It was not anything that they said. It was big. Yeah, bad. yeah. So anyway, pop. all right. Well, let's get to this here quiz because we got a bit of quizzing to do. We've got uh, our wonderful <laughs> friend Bricktails, <laughs> who has written in uh, two batches of questions for us, and I've got a few of mine. So we're going to go through them real quick. I don't know about y'all. I did not get a chance to go back and rewatch the first week. So some of these questions, I'm just hoping y'all remember because I do well, not. I devoted my day today to Oh, shit. You're going to wipe the floor with me. Your, your whole day? So did you watch him on a loop? He's no, had no, a two-hour day. <laughs> it's Canadian. Like, 
No, I mean, I know I did. I worked on my writing group stuff in the morning, and then the afternoon I worked oh. on this, and then in the evening I went to my writing group, and now I'm. I gotta uh, eat okay. still. Sometime today I will eat. One day, yeah. <laughs> sometime. That's the good goal. All right. Well, we'll get you to eating pretty soon. Let's go through these questions. Oh, we have to. Quick. We have to talk. We have a lot of talking to do. <laughs> we have a lot of talking to do. All right. So uh, let's see. We got uh, some quiz questions for this week. By which I mean last week. Bricktail's first question: What previous episode of Better Call Saul was I reminded of? Fuck, this episode. What the fuck happened two weeks ago? I'll give you a hint that it was uh, during the scene with the uh, the ants on the ice cream. Something in that scene oh. reminded him of something from another episode of Better Call Saul. Oh, I had a couple of. It reminded me of a few. I can only think of one. Oh, well, just just pick one. It is an episode of Better Call Saul. Not an episode of Oh, wait. Oh, it's Better Call oh, Saul, not Breaking Bad. Holy yeah. shit. Well, hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. <laughs> Fuck. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I got it. There we go. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I have an episode, sort of, from Trent. What the? Yeah. How, how dare you? I have an answer from Trent. Sort of. Jeez Louise. <laughs> and I have an answer from Nick. Uh, Trent says uh, No Man's no Tea and no that episode had not aired yet when Brick Tales I mean Brick Tales is a time traveler you gotta think fourth dimensionally Shane you're you're bending time and yeah. space I like it Nick is some sort of psychic <laughs> because he somehow got this correct Nick what is what is the correct answer that Brick Tales was thinking of ah uh, I Al, Alpine Shepherd Boy oh and because that was because of, the, of because of the yodeling music because oh. of the yodeling oh. that's right yeah. So uh, I also respect there. that Brick Tales went for. And also, there's a lot of symbolism behind it, but we'll. I also that respect later. that Brick Tales went for okay. reminding him of an episode of this show, so that you know, I know we bring up Breaking Bad, but I think there are some people that watch this show without watching Breaking Bad, so it's uh, that's pretty respectful of, of that group, Brick Tales. Well done with your memory. Well, Lord knows we never mentioned Breaking Bad on here. Uh, I brought up Breaking Bad in casual conversation today. Somebody asked me, it's a, it's, it's a long way to get there, so I'll just cut right to the end, but they asked if this certain technology would work in an electrical outlet in a house with 90s wiring. And I looked at them and I was like, is it braided to the side with a scrunchie on it? Like, what the fuck is 90s style? What are you talking about? <laughs> and so this conversation went back and forth, and I was like, yeah, you don't know what you're talking about. And then I, w I asked the person, I was like, have you ever seen it? Was, this wasn't a customer, by the way. This is another uh, rep I work with. And I was like, have you ever seen Breaking Bad? And they're like, yeah. I'm like, yeah. When Walt's like, and what's the most conductive element? And he goes, wire. <laughs> <laughs> Mm. All, right. <laughs> All right, so uh, let's see. Next question. What Price is Right game was I reminded of this? Oh, then that's got to be, um, fuck, what's it called? I know it what it is. The, I... I will say it was the, um, it, it was the same scene that reminded him of a certain <sighs> game. I can't remember right. the name, but you, you know I'm in the room. Yeah, I can't. You know I'm like... Uh, yeah, I, I know what you mean. I but if you, but I if if Nick gets it dead on, then he for sure should get that point. I can even I can probably even do the thing from it. I've seen that one my whole life. Oh yeah, I think I, oh, yeah, I, think I could too. And yeah. there, 
is a response from Nick. Okay, um, Nick says the Yodely guy game where the Alpine Shepherd boy falls off the mountain when you yeah, that's the it. That's the high. one. Yeah. Trent says <laughs> yeah. mountain climber. Technically, you're both wrong because the answer is Which it's called cliffhanger. He doesn't hang on the cliff. He climbs up and falls. He does two actions, neither of which are ah whatever. We need bring. Where's Bob Barker when you need him? You know. Yeah, I would not argue with Bob Barker. I would argue. Yeah, I do like Drew Carey, but I would argue with Drew Carey. I like him, but I. But Bob Barker, yeah, I would not I cross see, that. Yeah, it's a game show Jesus. <laughs> well, I've seen him wield a golf club. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> all right. Next question. Saul did the math and charged Lalo the going rate of seven thousand nine hundred and twenty-five U.S. American dollars. What items were being billed as part of this oh calculation? My God. I'll tell you all. This is a four oh for five. Oh my God! So. So as usual, you'll get a point per answer that you get correct. Okay. And there's no funny business in this. This is all actual, you know, lawyery type stuff. Uh... I tell y'all, I looked at these questions earlier tonight as I was preparing for this, and Bricktails, man, you all come through with the questions because these are some tough ones, guys. I think these are pretty. If I would have, okay. I probably could have. I just didn't rewatch, and honestly, my brain's been a bag of shit this last couple of weeks. Um, so I'm, I'm, you know, I am definitely off. I, I think if uh, these are really good ones, not necessarily tough. I think this is like if you watch the show, this is stuff you probably could retain, you know. But if you, but it was a week ago, <laughs> and my brain's a piece of shit. Yeah, yeah. I think everybody's disadvantaged by that, except for Nick, who watched it today. <laughs> yeah. All right. So. It says transportation, food, prep, yeah. and per diem, which uh, two of those are correct, uh, transportation and uh, prep work, but Nick got all four, which included a full day of time. And ah, okay. So the full answer was a day of time, prep work, transportation, and rush fees. Okay. Next up. Oh, man. It's surreal. I said this last week, but or last time we recorded. But I heard the yodeling start before I heard the yodeling. Get used to him, motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> I can hear like when I would podcast with Nate downstairs, I would uh, hear him like exclaim something, and then it happened. You know, <laughs> it was, it's, you get used to it. Yeah. yeah. Um. Okay. So we say next question here. Mike runs into some local ne'er do wells. They call him two <laughs> nicknames. What did they call him? Yeah, ne'er do wells. Brickertill's term. Uh, but what two <laughs> nicknames do they call him? I love that he also says nicknames and not, you know. <laughs> it's like they're giving him cute. Yeah, it's his hood name now. <laughs> like everybody at the factory I worked at called me Trench. All right, so Trent says Pops yeah. and Gramps, which Gramps is correct. Do you get a point for Gramps? Uh, Nick, what's the other one? Cue uh, ball. Cue uh, ball. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. <sighs> you don't want to double okay. up on the old. You go bald and old. Is how you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean. 
what and I do not remember this from last week, so great. Um what position does Myrna's son play? Okay, that's easy. Well there's only so so many positions that you can play. Now what sport is it? I don't know. But what <laughs> position? <laughs> Goalie. <laughs> I was there, I had a guy when I was in uh, a basic officer training in the Canadian Army. He used to have an allergic reaction to mosquito bites or black fly bites, so he'd be like covered in little red dots. And one of the instructors, like a senior, senior sergeant, old grizzled guy, he goes, Man, you look like a goalie for a Oh, team. that's good. <laughs> that's fucking good. That is a good point. <laughs> well, uh, let's see. Uh, Nick says, uh, uh, let's see. Nick says, catcher. Uh, Trent says, "Yeah, is that wrong? Is that which is this position? <laughs> is that? But uh, give that point. Ah, oh, damn, okay. damn. Okay. Why'd you have to put a sexual position, Nick? <laughs> Catcher, Jesus. Trent, Trent does get. Yeah, I just Trent have a dirty mind for that. I've given Trent a point for that one. My mind, my mind's in a gutter. Talking about him being catcher, Jesus, <laughs> it's a child's sport. I think I don't know who we're talking about. I don't remember anybody talking about any sports. To be honest with you." Yeah, Myrna. I don't know who Myrna is. Or it was when uh, when Hank and Gomi arrived at the uh, jail. Uh, she's the woman that uh, was behind the plexiglass, and he was like, "What's your son play? Uh, uh, third base?" And she goes, "Catcher." God. Oh, the woman that he's sort of flirting with. Yeah. Catcher, okay. third yeah. base, uh, all these sexual right, terms. God damn. Speaking of Hank and Gomi, uh, final question on this episode Ooh. from Brick Tales. Uh, how many syllables are in the word arrests, according to Hank? <laughs> uh, the U.S. American word arrests has how many syllables, according to Hank? Or is it Dutch? Okay. I don't remember this at all. So Uh-oh. I'm going to use some Hank logic. Are you going to use your lifeline? Are you going to use your Canadian lifeline? Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna take a wild guess and say that he said. Oh, Trent! If I get this wrong, I'm gonna be so mad because I I had a positive number. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Don't know if I made the right choice here. Nick said three. (laughs) Trent. Three. (laughs) Yeah, we both said three. Yeah. Uh, I just figured hey, Trent to get it wrong. So. But I was gonna say if if three if he didn't say three, I I wish I had put sixty nine. Sixty nine syllables. In the email, he spells it arrest. Oh my god! Like a r dash r e s t dash. Did he like say? Did he say something about the number of syllables, or did he just say arrest is something? I, I think he just said arrestuses, and that's how uh, he, uh, uh, it was interpreted by our friend. That blew right by me. I had, uh, I had mentioned while we were watching the episode that that uh, Dean Norris has been just adorable on the social meets on Instagram with all the pictures he's posting. I, I have a major. Oh no! What's that. wrong? Is why did AMC let him do a social media takeover before the episode and spoiled the fact that he was going to appear that night. Like, they should have done it during the episode or oh, after. Oh, I mean, like, it, I, yeah. it was oh. like the internet was trying to get people up. to tune in. 
yeah, the internet was blowing up, and I said, oh, well, so much for I, that. I, I think, so I, I I think they probably did it because there's a difference in opinion with spoilers. Like, I, I, because the thing is, I knew he was going to be on it from, like, way before that. The thing is, if I had seen I him he was walk be by... In season. I didn't know it was going to Oh, be I knew it was coming. If I had seen that orange shirt walk by with his Hank gut hanging out, I would have been like, ooh, I would have jumped right through <laughs> but, the ceiling. But, like, whoever lives above but when I saw his, wondering why there's a when hole I saw in his, floor, I would have When I saw so his Instagram excited. postings, like, this week, bitches, or something like that he posted, um, I was like... I, I was like outside smoking a cigarette on my phone and I was, I like had that same excited reaction. I just had it a day before. <laughs> so it's, it's, I think it's, I yeah. think it's just a matter of a difference of opinion, but it sucks when you're on the side of it where you would have preferred for it to have happened. And I get that because I've actually gotten to where I hate, I try to like not watch trailers hardly anymore for movies because I'm, I'm yeah. kind of getting in the camp of I really want to be surprised, but then it, it gets spoiled because of YouTube and what. I mean, I'm if you like had seen that... the trailer for the Sound of Music, you would have known well, there were I Nazis knew... in it. Here's the <laughs> thing about that: I knew there were Nazis, but to be fair, um, when <laughs> when Rolf fair. throws a fucking Heil, it is even though I knew Nazis were in it, I thought, okay, well they'll show up at the end because the war is beginning. But him doing that when he did it is like Disney. You ought to be ashamed of yourself. That was un, and I'm honestly the thing that trips me out more than that, and I've talked to so many people since about this. It, uh, the Nazi stuff, okay, whatever, this history, it happened and it sucked. But, when that girl says, oh, Brigitte or whoever the fuck climbed up through the window holding a jar of spiders in her other hand, what the fuck is going on in the Von Trapp house? A jar of spiders is something a fucking psychopath has. Like, like, what's his name? What's his name? What's his name? Yeah. They didn't have. What's his name? What's his name on El Camino? What's his name on El Camino and Breaking Bad? What's his name? What's his name? Uh, Todd. Oh, fucking Todd. Oh, Todd. Yeah. Fucking weird. Todd. <laughs> yeah. Well, all right. I have some uh, a couple of shame okay. questions for uh, that episode. Uh, 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 my first shame question: uh, What episode of Breaking Bad? Did Nate oh. think of? I told Nate because oh, he, was, um, he was going on about it during the episodes. That Nate, I'll make that a question. He was very excited. Um, damn, I can't so remember. So, what episode of Breaking Bad did Nate think of during this episode? Uh, I'm bad. Yes, I'm breaking. I'm breaking bad. I'm breaking bad. <laughs> Ow! Look at what happened. See, I knew when. Trent was talking earlier about how nice it was that Bricktails had questions about Better Call Saul and not Breaking Bad. <laughs> well, let's just shit on, let's just shit on Shane. Let's, I was just sitting there actively shitting on you while you had this question. I'm so sorry. It doesn't make you, it also, but, but to be so, fair, it doesn't make you not nice. <laughs> no, it's great. Um, so, Nick says the train robbery episode when the kid found the tarantula. I don't often get to say this. Trent? Fly! I wanna fly away. Uh, yeah, that's, I thought of that yeah, too. I didn't, yeah, yeah. Didn't yeah. also Sugar Ray do a fly song? Oh, man. I actually said uh, that this was a very breaking bad opening because there's about four or five different episodes that it, it could sure. remind you of. Like, yeah, Fly yeah. was one of them. Yeah. The Tarantula in the, in the train robbery episode. Like, yeah, yeah. there's a lot of stuff. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's see. Next Shane question. 
What slang term did Trent, Nate, and Shane debate the meaning of after this episode? Oh, man. Well, mm, there was a slang term that was used in this episode, and I'm sorry, Nick, you weren't here, but I think you might guess Yeah, because I can't guess it. <laughs> and the three of us debated what it meant. <laughs> yeah, Nick, you have a better chance of getting this. I don't fucking remember this. <laughs> you were in the conversation. A week ago, pre-established brain of shit, Nick. A, don't act surprised. I'll say that this is a, this is a, a show about uh, drugs and drug cartels. Oh, it's, um, yeah, I know what it is yeah. now. Yeah. Um... I would say, since he wasn't in the room, and this is up to you, obviously, Shane. I'm gonna, if you wanted to give him, guess. like, hammer down on what you mean by that clue, that, that might actually help get him in the room, too. Well, I already well, just guessed. Uh, it's, uh, looks like okay. he's in the room with us, because you both uh, okay. have cool, a cool, answer. Cool. Uh, <laughs> yes. We couldn't agree on whether Gak was supposed to be heroin or some meth thing. Uh, we are not. We are not My, in the world of the drug. I, I noted the word and I just assumed it meant some kind of drug. So here's my thing: so drug terminology. I, appl- I approve of your conversation because <laughs> it was a necessary. Drug, drug, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, drug um, nicknames and slang terms and stuff. I mean, th- there are people that use some, like. I don't necessarily think of dope as weed, but I know people that call weed dope, particularly an older class of people. Um, with Gak, I've only ever heard it used in Breaking Bad, and it was Tuco that said this Gak smells like head cheese. And he was talking about meth. And so my wondering is, because they're not talking about meth in this episode, I'm thinking Gak is a more universal term for uh, just drugs. I, that's my theory based on this universe. So if anybody has like, you know, more, if you want to, because like I'm not going to, like the only time I have to Wikipedia stuff is when I'm at work sometimes, and I don't have time for that this week. And I definitely don't want to Wikipedia that at work because they're going to be like, why did you Wikipedia GAC? And I'm like, well, because I came up in the 90s at Nickelodeon GAC. I wanted to know if there's any of that to buy. Uh, and then I got to get my way out of that argument. So I'm just not going to do it. So if you email us to balticeffect at gmail.com, let us know what GAC is. Yeah. Well, I got a trivia question. Okay, anyway, I'll wait till till Shane, you're done with the quiz, but I have a question for you guys So after. Okay. I don't know Since if Trent heard me just now yell no. through the ceiling. <laughs> uh, so it's fine. I actually did a good, nice little plug. You can jump right back into the quiz if you wanted to. Okay, great. Uh, let's see. Uh, my final question for this episode. Uh, Kim's apartment is on what floor of her building? Ooh. I can go for a little easier questions than Brickdales does sometimes. Um, I think I know. Just okay. guessing. Find out. We got a, yeah. a good view of the outside of the apartment this time, and we yeah. got some, you know, balcony beer throwing. That, that was fun. God damn it! Yeah. That balcony really put. bothered me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it when. I don't like when people throw fucking glass bottles, like, in a fucking parking lot. I, I have that right outside my apartment where I am now in the summer. I hear people drop, because I live on the back side of my building, which the it's like the parking garage, uh, rooftop parking level is is what I look down on, and then the part closest to the building is just the gravel rooftop, 
and I will hear beer bottles smash on that in God. the summertime. And it's like, what if I was leaning over? God, to my that bothers me. me the yeah, fuck, man. Yeah, oh. it's awful. Yeah. yeah. And it's not like this is a short Get off building. My lawn. This is like I live on the fourth floor, and there's like no. I was, I was, <laughs> and they were throwing beers from what floor? Three. Three was my guess. Yay! You both guys. I mentioned this. I mentioned this when yeah. we were watching the episode. But I, when I was uh, sixteen, we were hanging out at this place. Like we going uh, on seventeen. Going on set. Yes. Um, first cut is the deepest. What? So anyway, we were hanging out, and it was like we would just go hang out places around town because there wasn't shit to do. Oh fuck you! What, who am I talking to? Yeah, Oxford. You yeah. fucking know. Yeah. Why am I like trying to like build build a picture? Sorry, Nick. I'm leaving you out of this, but just 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 picture a shit town. And we're a bunch of kids trying to find a fucking place to hang out. And there's like a little like family air quotes fun center where you could like drive go karts and play like pool and and uh, you know arcade shit. And, like, you could go drive your car down through there, but after a while, people would want to just hang out because we just wanted to be out and not in our parents' house. We wanted to be out in town. And so then you'd get run the fuck off by cops, and then places would close, and you couldn't go anywhere. And So we found this place that was right outside of the, the jurisdiction of the Oxford police. And it was just inside of Talladega County, and there's no Talladega police proper that are going to come out that far. So you'd have to worry about state troopers, and they're not going to pull off the fucking interstate, I mean, the highway to get you. So we kind of found this, like, you know, uh, uh, Casablanca place, you know, whatever Rick's place is called. We found a place that... <laughs> you were in international Yeah, we kind of found a place where we could go, and people would just leave us alone. It was this parking lot in front of this, um, it was like a, one, one side of it, it was like a little tiny strip mall, like three businesses in it. One was a cleaners, one was empty, and the other one was uh, a daycare. And we were hanging out, and this one dude had a glass bottle, and when he got done with it, he was like, yeah, and he threw it on the ground. And I said, motherfucker, pick it up. And I just, like, walked right over to him. And I was like, you pick that shit up right the fuck now with your fucking hands. Kids, get out of here every day and walk around in this fucking parking lot. Half of them ain't going to have shoes on. They start seeing busted bottles out here. People are going to come out here and say, oh, you can't hang out here anymore because you threw a fucking ball out and cut some kid's foot. Pick your shit up. And what's yeah. funny is is that I, I, went, I went, like, at a 12. I could have went at a 2. And this guy would have been okay with it. I could have went in a one because me and him were like friends, and he's kind of a timid type person. I wasn't doing it to intimidate him. It was it upset me, and I reacted. And later on, I was like, "Man, I feel really bad about getting on your." Sh-. He was like, "I'm sorry, man. I got it. I get it." I was like, "Yeah, bitch." And I walked away. But then, but then later, I was like, "Man, I feel fucking real bad about that, dude. I'm so sorry." And like. <laughs> And he was like, I just didn't know what upset you so much. I had, like, broken him. Because he didn't... That man has never broken a bottle. Fuck, no. Because, like, you know, I can just, like... I have got a short fuse. If I do not hold that thing with licked fingers, that fuse goes off. And I that happened. And, man, I don't know what... You know, 16 hormones, you know. All, all the, the gack I was doing. From, all the from, from Nintendo. <laughs> so here, here's... Here's my question, since we were asking questions sort of like about what did you think of this or whatever. So if I was to rebrand my Breaking Bad website for Better Call Saul based on this episode, what would I rename my website? Jimmy's Bottle. Um, To this episode, the episode from last week? Uh, Let's see. Yeah, last Uh, last week's episode. Not the Namaste episode, but the... Uh, Oh, I have no idea, man. 
Uh, I would. Yeah, you yeah, go it? for it. Trent, yeah. you have a guess? I would rename it to uh, Nacho's Meth Court. Tucker's Hole is now... No, don't change it. Tucker's Hole's fucking (laughs) awesome. No, no, I'm not going to change it. I can't... it's got too much brand recognition. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, absolutely. You got too many it, people going there still. I say, seriously, still get 70 hits a day of people Googling, why did Jesse <laughs> dig a hole? Why did Tucker dig a hole? Why do meth And, dig a hole? and like, they end up on, in my opinion, a quality site. That's what that so. <laughs> uh, okay. Guys, uh, let's see. I have a question here from Bricktails about Namaste. No man's tea. Uh, he's... Is this like a question. separate quiz or a new quiz or a same quiz? Uh, oh, uh, you know what? Let's start over. Let's start a new quiz. So, mm-hmm. Nick, uh, good question. Nick Nick wins the quiz for Congratu- that other one. Congratulations, for, uh, Nick. Well fought. The guy. I'm high-fiving yeah. myself. High-fiving oh, thank you. Right. And now we are starting over fresh. Zero points on the board for Namaste. Fresh. Okay. First question. Here's hey, I got a chance to get fresh. a lot of points. I gotta tell you something. Okay. My uh, sister's best friend is one of the founders of a of a restaurant chain in Toronto uh, called Fresh, and uh, it's a vegan menu. Uh, she's written cookbooks and everything, and they just opened in in Los Angeles actually, uh, and they served food for an Oscar pre-party thing. Oh. But anyway, the restaurant's called. The restaurant's called Fresh. I think they have five or six of them oh. in Toronto. But right next door to one of them is a Subway. And Subway's old <laughs> ad slogan used to be, eat, eat fresh. So there's yeah. a meme on the internet of her restaurant next to the Subway, and it says, the, this Subway is telling you to eat Oh, that's <laughs> great. Good for them. Good for them. Because yeah. fuck Subway. Yeah. Good for them. And they, when those... they have... Okay. Uh, they have like uh, uh, apparently like the best onion rings in Toronto. They have locations um, in Toronto. Yeah. So, so when you're in Toronto, I was gonna say, normally I don't read the intro on these emails. I just skip straight to the questions because there's normally not much of an intro. But I have to point out, Bricktails, I love you. This, but uh, you know, you got to pay attention to which show you're writing into because the first line of this is, "Hey, and Nate." Some quiz questions for this one. <laughs> sorry, Breakdowns. This is the one show that, that Nate does not cover. I'm sorry. And Shane doesn't uh, need your help on that one. He's kicking my ass. <laughs> <laughs> He's kicking my ass okay. like a man made of so feet. Nothing one. but feet and hatred. <laughs> so this first one is going to get you a bunch of points, maybe. This is a... Uh, he calls it a six. Whoa! I don't know about that, but well, <laughs> I don't know. I didn't know whether that was a thing we had already established. Pretty sexy. But that's what yeah. he's calling it. Okay. All right. The question: Tell me about Saul Goodman. Who is he? Oh, um, God! There's six. Okay. So this is from the lunch. I only remember two. Uh, Saul had with Jimmy. With Jimmy, yeah. Saul and Jimmy both had with Howard. <laughs> and they sit down. And he says, "So tell me about Saul Goodman." And Saul rattles off who Saul Goodman is. And there are six things listed here. It says he, he compares himself to a few things. He's you know given the uh, uh, the list of things that he wants Saul Goodman to be. 
his mind who is this Saul Goodman person. I, I think the word Saul Goodman is losing all meaning at this point. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try something. All right. I like how Hank called it okay. out right away. I'm gonna. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna try something now. This is my. This is right up my kind of humor. It's like a. So oh, what? Oh Nick damn. Says, uh, let's see. Nick has written. I think the entire. Uh, Holy fuck! How did you have time to do uh, that? Jesus. I cut and pasted. Oh my god! <laughs> His date to do it. Uh, he says, Saul Goodman is the last line of defense for the little guy. Uh, you're getting sold down the river. He, he's a life raft. You're getting stepped on. He's a sharp stick. You got Goliath on your back. Saul's the guy with the slingshot. He's a writer of wrongs and a friend of the friendless. So Nick got six points. God damn. Trent gets... Trent's going to get another <laughs> style point, I think, here. <laughs> yeah, obviously by my how fast I was done and was like, you copied and pasted, so I didn't copy and paste. Clearly I didn't type all yeah, of he that. he didn't have to copy and paste. <laughs> he said, said, Trent says, Saul Goodman is sleepy, sneezy, nosy, grumpy, bashful. He's dark. He's dog. very dark. Awesome. I love that you only listed uh -huh. six dwarves, because that was the right, it was supposed to be six things, and also nosy. Not a dwarf. <laughs> Wait, Sleepy Sneezy... Yeah, Nosy's one. Sleepy Sneezy, Nosy... No, Sleepy nosy. Sneezy, Nosy, no, there's not Dumpy, nosy. Hateful... Dumpy, Sneaky, Cranky, Irritable, irrit Irritable... Asshole. Uh, <laughs> you know, the dwarf asshole. <laughs> He's not so bad a guy. I know, he's pretty great. <laughs> he always brings donuts. I know, I know. I love asshole. Despondent. Okay. I can't believe Nosy's not a fucking Next dwarf. I'm going to have to look that up when we get done. I can't believe that. <laughs> All right. Next question from Bricktails. <laughs> I just want to make up dwarf yeah. names now. Saul creates reasonable doubt about the eyewitness identification of, of a thief in court. Before, yeah. That was a great scene, by the way. Before that thief stole cash out of the register, what candy did he purchase? Uh, uh so he buys Damn it, candy I thought, I didn't think it was... stealing the money while the guy I didn't think it was candy. candy. I actually, I, I thought that scene was going to go one way and it went another, but it's still... Yeah, yeah I thought he was going to go all... Uh, my cousin Vinny there, and he kind of did, but he kind of oh, went off script a little. So I'm going to mention that my friend Megan, who uh, my friend Megan from back home, who was supposed to be writing into this podcast at some point, but she always messages me about about this show. Uh, she messaged me immediately after seeing that scene and said, "Wasn't that so, my my cousin Vinny?" Yeah. And I said, "Megan, I haven't seen the episode yet, I, I <laughs> but now I'll be expecting." Uh, Thanks. Uh, so. Megan. Well, Megan, I toast you for being simpatico with my line of Thanks, questions. Megan. Jesus. Oh, I'm sure she'll appreciate that. God. <laughs> so Trent uh, <laughs> says Skittles, which is my personal candy. favorite candy. Yeah, so fun. thank you, yeah. Trent. Is it? Good. Really? Uh, it is. Fun. I love Skittles. And Nick says Almond Joy, Fuck. which is the it correct It fucking was Almond joy. Fucking Joy. I almost made uh, a do you not feel like a not nut joke in the room. Fuck. How the fuck did I forget that? Fuck. Nick, Nick, this ass-kicking contest that you're winning so handily is so deserved. You're doing such a good job. I'm just angry, and I can't stop talking like this until I finish my thought. <sighs> to the listener, uh, Trent was uh, 
emphasizing each of his words just then with a, a pound on yeah. what I, I assume was his desk. But Enjoy the boom, boom, uh, boom bass. <laughs> You're welcome for the surround sound that gets you down. <laughs> no, it's great. It's just if I were not recording with you right now, if you were recording this podcast without me, I would assume that you had had some sort of... I was of having a fit. <laughs> okay. Now, the next brick tells question i'm gonna go ahead and tell y'all this is a, i have no idea if either of y'all is gonna get any part of this but okay. we're gonna do it okay right. uh i'm gonna break the rules a little bit and break this down from how he has it um just to give y'all a better chance so uh the question is the thief that theft took place during a kiss show uh-huh. The thief stood out because he wasn't wearing makeup like a bat or a cat or whatever the hell those guys are. <laughs> so the way that Bricktails has this phrased is that he gives you the names of the four members of KISS and wants you to tell us their stage names. I will give you a point for any of those eight things that you can name. That is, the, the names of the members of KISS and what they are called on stage. Okay. So you tell me any of those eight things, and I will give you a point for each one that you get correct. And hey, I just told you there's eight of them, so that's that's something. Uh, um, yeah, reading this, I recognize these names, but I could have come up with two, and those would have been proper names, and those would have been only because they're in that one Weezer song in my garage. But as far as their stage names, I mean, I see it and I'm like, okay, yeah, so there's I probably eight, heard that at some so point. One, two, but no, three, there's no, no way I would have come four, up with it. Five, there's six, eight okay. answers. There's four human names and well, four obviously, stage yeah, names. Obviously, I just want to make sure I'm not, yeah. <laughs> obviously, I'm going to get this one absolutely correct. Um, I mean, we know you have that giant poster in your room. And, uh, you know, you haven't mentioned it on the on the show. I was surprised when I first moved up here to see that you wear that face paint it's more like a po- It's more like a poster so, that has a room inside of it, really. It's so big when you think about it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I had to say. Yeah. And I, I, I was surprised that you wear that face paint every day just to work. Uh-huh, every uh-huh. Day, but it's know? not It's not one. It's all four face. It, like I divide my face into quadrants, and <laughs> they go in the different yeah. quarters, each face, and it depends on what my mood is as to which one starts top left. Uh, my left, that is. Uh, is that stage left? Your own left is yeah. stage left? Is that is that how that works? I think so. I don't know. We've brought, we brought it up in podcasts before, and people have talked about it, and I just joked about it, and I just went, <laughs> yeah, because I didn't want to stop and ask in the moment. What's, what's upstage and downstage? I don't know what those I are. I believe upstage is towards mm-hmm. the audience. And downstage is it would make sense because you upstage someone, so you'd step in front of them. It would make sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, uh, <laughs> Nick, do you collect kiss albums? <laughs> uh, no, but, but I was growing up when they were huge, and like everybody had kiss posters like everywhere. Like they would buy teen magazines and clip out pictures of Kiss and I had a friend that had like a wall in his bedroom that was like a, a billion like kids mine kids. like my bedroom like my <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly well Nick uh, uh, 
Got yeah, I assumed. I will say. Uh, uh, so, first I'll tell you the official real answer uh, from Bricktails uh, is, let's see. There is uh, <laughs> Paul Stanley as Star Child, Gene Simmons as the Demon, Peter Chris as the Catman, and Ace Freely as Ah, yes. Okay. So... Nick uh, got, let's see, he said Gene Simmons, which is correct. He said Devil, which is incorrect. I mean, that's, okay. uh, is that not close enough? Like, the Devil Man, Devil, I mean, I mean. Plus, Devil or Demon, yeah. you know, there's a difference. Yeah. Hey, I have names. the same argument at D&D. They're just like, it's a, it's a Devil. Well, no, it's a Demon. What the fuck is the Demon? And they're like, there's a difference, Trent. Well, in D&D, they probably have different... In D&D, they probably have different, like... They do, and they're right, and it annoys me. <laughs> I'm just going off of, like, roughly what I remember from what their yeah. face makeup was, right? So, yeah. So, I don't know. All right, so we got Gene Simmons, yes. Devil, I'm going to say no. Ace Freely, yes. Spaceman, yes. Peter Chris, yes. Cat, uh, uh, what do you think? Cat or cat? Yeah, same, same thing. thing. Or no? It's cat. I mean, yeah. Okay. And... And uh, he's got. Sorry, I'm switching between the email and the message. And he's got okay. Paul Stanley as Starface, which is actually Star Child. So I'm not going to take that one. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so that was a whole bunch of fun. Uh, I have no idea how, what points I got, but. I yeah, you did, did fine. Okay. You did good. I, mean, I, I, gave you, uh, I gave you Gene Simmons, Ace Freely, Spaceman, Peter Chris, Cat, and Paul Stanley. So that's six points. Okay. Okay. Uh, Trent, meanwhile, <laughs> said. Ace Freely. Rock. Cocaine Clown. Adam Sandler. Benjamin Buttons. Star Child. There's another one. Cats the Movie. Bolivar. Yes. Jesus. So, Trick got two points, which is exactly the same as I would have gotten, because, like I said earlier, I only know that one song by Weezer where he talks about. I've got Ace Freely. I've got Peter Chris. I don't want to okay. say. I even remember there was a Kiss movie that was on TV. Oh, like I have, I have seen the Were animated. Like, no, no, not animated. The live action. Kiss yeah, movie. it was yeah, live yeah, action, yeah. and it was and like on prime time on a weekend or something, and it was like. About like some amusement, it was like a crossover with Scooby Doo because they were like it, it trying to solve like, some amusement park. An amusement thing. Park. Yeah, it was. They wild. all had super powers, <laughs> and uh, I only know it because I watched some like uh, Best of the Worst or something. I watched some YouTube video about it. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, okay. Gene Simmons' wife is from Ottawa, and, and they, they they a couple years ago when Kiss did a show here, they ate at a restaurant like three blocks up from me here where they. They uh, put celebrity pictures on the wall, so every time I walk in there, I see him and his wife in this big picture. I I actually, and I'm not, I'm not saying that I don't. Please don't come after me, Kiss Army. I'm not saying I don't like them, <laughs> but well, yeah, there's Kiss only Army. one yeah. song by Kiss that I like actively really enjoy to, to the point of putting it on like mix CDs or in Spotify playlists. 
uh, and that song's a cover, and it's uh, it's Do Your Groove, and I only like it because of Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> I could not be any more fringe Kiss fan. I just want to make sure it's clear. I don't want to act like I don't want to become a poser, and I also don't want to say that they're bad because like there's been a lot of Kiss songs that come on. I'm like, ah, it's fucking good. You know, like it's it's toe tap and some good shit. There's a reason they were fucking awesome. I feel bad that a lot of my parents weren't able to pass along uh, albums to their kids in the South because of all the album burnings. Because um, Kiss is one of those that got. Oh yeah, well you know, Kiss in was the seventies, like when I was like, like this, they were big in the late seventies. I was like ten or eleven, and like it, it was a big secret because they never showed their real faces. And uh, mm-hmm. Paul Stanley dated. Yeah. Share, if you yeah. believe it, and then like you'd be in the supermarket. I bet you you could Google these photos, but you you'd be in the supermarket and they have like uh, Paul Stanley and Share step out on a date, and there'd be Share, and there'd be like Paul Stanley wearing like a hood, like a like a executioner's <laughs> wow. hood or something like something to hide his face, or a like nice, a like a like a, a Justin Bieber like or a, like a Tay Tay Luchador, <laughs> <laughs> like a Luchador who you know wouldn't reveal his identity on pain yeah, the and then it was like a huge thing when they released an album with their real faces on the cover like, oh god put it back put it back glue it back on <laughs> <laughs> get back in your okay, New York so group next... <laughs> specifically the, <laughs> the New next York group I'm sorry keep going oh it's a good one the next Bricktails question um, the word culvert <laughs> from French or Spanish. What language might it come from? And you know, I meant to look up what language culvert does come from. I, I didn't have time. I was thinking about ah, it. I'm going to go. The mystery's better. I would have guessed, before this episode, I would have guessed French, you know, like Lake Calvert or whatever. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. Oh, you both got it right. You both said Dutch, which is the correct answer. All right. Uh, and also Doing a kind a of quick angle. Google. Oh. Unknown origin. Word uh, oh. of, it says word of obscure origin. Possibly Dutch. <laughs> Possibly Dutch. I'm surprised it doesn't say that by now. Um, yeah, really? Okay. <laughs> and last Bricktails question uh, of the night. How do you use a camera? I'll tell you, this is from, from that, uh, that Hank and Gomi conversation. Okay. How do you use a camera? I remember the conversation. I'm not going to get the exact. Uh, yeah, I know. I remember what Hank called. I might give you closeness points. Closeness close enough, points. But, um, oh man, closeness points. Yeah, yeah. it's that's like that's like an <laughs> '80s like uh, a synth pop song. Closeness points. We're gonna have closeness points. I was wondering points. if that was a Canadian measurement there. <laughs> Driving in my. Ferrari, it's closeness points. Do 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 do. Wee boo boo do do boo. Nick says pint and shoot, which he then changed to. Oh, you gotta give it a pint and shoot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You drop a. That's pint That's what you on do the at the bar. The you take a pint and yeah. you take a shot. You drop, um, you drop your pint on top of the camera. It takes pictures. <laughs> Brent says. Point it and stuff and take the lens cap off. Bricktail says, point it at the bad guy. There it is. There it is. So, I think, why not? You each get a... Closeness points. Summer in the heat, running in the night. Closeness points. 
so I could <laughs> hear the close. He got my jacket and my sleeves. Right. It's the closest point. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. I've got just a couple questions from Shinobi. Oh, I have to write closest points now. Uh, God damn see. it. All right. Uh, what is Saul's term for a free lawyer? Okay. Uh, he has when the guy he's talking to the two guys and they talk about oh we can get a free lawyer and he says hmm. oh a free lawyer you mean a it's a two-word phrase. It's alliterative. Okay. And it think... rhymes with another phrase. Uh... You want a free <laughs> lawyer? You mean a blank? blank? <laughs> I'm, oh, good. It was two. It was two <laughs> words. Good. I, because I put two words. I think I might have got it then. It worked out. I really just wanted oh, to make you say it. Is <laughs> Nick, Nick says public? Oh gender. shit. Brent, what is, what is the? I don't know. My phone died. What does it say, Shane? What does it say, Shane? Uh, uh, it says. Public <laughs> 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 pretender, which is neither alliterative nor does. Oh look, my phone's name. back. It's working again. Oh, thank heavens. How about that? Uh, yeah. How, how convenient. <laughs> so yes, public pretender. He's the public pretender. Okay. So, uh, also while he's talking to those guys, he tells them that they can get five to six months, one year probation, and your gold, Pony Boy. Where does that phrase, your gold, Pony Boy, come from? Um, something that I, I really, I really liked this when, uh, I read it in high school. Uh, it comes from, let's see. All right, I'm gonna let Trent keep sending answers because keeps going, keep going. Yeah, some more. There we go. <laughs> so Nick uh, says the Outsider, which is uh, a, a great book by Essie Hinton, if I remember correctly. And Trent sure. says the Outsiders and a girl one time said that to me after. <laughs> you know, <laughs> no, we don't know. Oh, when you now. get finished and she's just like getting up, she's like pat you on the head and goes, uh, "Next question. What's the good job, Nick? Good job. Oh, I got it too. Outsiders, high, high five. Yay. She's just like putting her shoes on and she's just like stay golden pony boy. And you're like, well, that's that's not what I wanted. That's not. It's not. It's not cool. Okay. Well, uh, let's see. You Last remembered question. her for the rest of your life. It's not what I wanted, Nick. <laughs> it was, twasn't the goal. <laughs> hey, it's it's okay. Nothing gold mm-hmm. these um, How dare you? So, uh, my last question of the quiz: uh, What does Hank call Gomi when they're having that uh, that camera conversation? Oh fuck! Cameras. Yeah, it was really good. What name? Uh, does Hank call again? It's alliterative. That worked out. I, I might have this wrong, but I remember. Yeah, he called him. Uh, he called. Him. Yeah. Oh, Trent has an answer. I don't think it's right though. I think I got one of the things wrong. I think one's right. I could be way off though. Oh, you think so? You think one's not right? now that not now that you're uh, saying that is why you're making me feel self-conscious. Kind of like that girl that's like, "Stay golden, pony boy." I'm like, "The fuck does that mean?" And you're just like leaving. <laughs> That means you were golden, man. And it's like, man, yeah, now you're, awesome. you're gone. You're at the door. Yes, please leave the fan on. 
Um, <laughs> uh, um, I have That's no, one of my I favorite don't. newish bits I've uh, been doing for uh, the last like oh, uh, I know. Le- the last like couple oh, of years. Oh, I, I make a joke about um, I make a joke about like awkwardly being done. Not necessarily like right when you're done with sex, but awkwardly like after the after party. You know what I mean? Like when you're done and you chill for a hot second, and then you go to leave. And I like to do this awkward like. Uh, it's weird. I, I, I don't know how these situations go, or I get to make this joke, but it's a real like. Uh, I'll say, okay, I'm just gonna. I'll, you want the want the TV on, or I can just. Okay. <laughs> for some reason, that just cracks me the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. What's that from? It's me. I thought it would be funny. Yeah, I thought it would be funny one day to say that we were talking about being finished with coitus. There it is. I said that word. That happened. Um, I think we lost Shane. I haven't heard him in a hot second. I hear him down there talking. Mm-hmm. I think he thinks I can like hear hear him. Nick, you still there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay. Yeah, I'm here. So I saw a thing that like dropped off the thing. Maybe he can like jump back in. Oh, ch- Okay. Hey. Oh, yeah, it didn't show me that the call was disconnected, but you guys were talking about not we hearing. We vamped, uh, okay. which is fine because you would have just heard me groaning about. <laughs> uh, Agreed. A groan. Agreed. So, <laughs> Nick, Nick, after some after some work there, came up with the answer of oh. Ansel Adams, but Trent beat him to it. Congratulations, hey. Adams. Uh, I was trying to think of, like, an insulting one, and then I realized, oh, wait, he ca- just called them something that was just related to what they it's were talking It's a real, about. like, no shit Sherlock. You know, like, you can't take a picture. Yeah. Okay, Ansel Adams. <laughs> it's like, where's the burn in yeah, that? Yeah, it's the sarcastic burn, you know. It's the... Okay, okay. Yeah. A... So, with a score of 17 to... Nice. Well done, Nick. Thank Holy you. shit! That was a that was a fucking okay. bloodbath. That one. <sighs> yeah, but the, like that there was, was two bad. high value. Yeah, those are big ones, man. Those are game changers. If I can just like nail yeah. one of those one of these times, they'll keep me in the game. But uh, the, but awesome questions. I loved them. This is really good quizzes. All right. Well, let's get to talking about. The yes, show. please, oh, God, because <laughs> we this has been going on yeah. for a while. So you guys tell me. I mean, do you want to do them all together? You want to start on the last one? What, what do you What do you want to do? I guess it's probably one at a okay. time, right? So, so I have a feeling we're going to go scatter. Yeah, a little and, bit, and but gonna... uh, I, I know that Nick's going to have a pound and a half of notes. So go ahead and, and what do you What do you think about last episode? Um, I I mean, I like both episodes. I like that uh, there's a lot of mystery coming out of namaste like the out of the both episodes like i'm i'm anxious for episode five now because there's so many questions that are unanswered so there's a lot of basically well, every every story every storyline has a has a cliffhanger basically but uh, to take the last scene first um we know from the color grading that uh mike is in mexico <laughs> he got stabbed all the way to another I, country yeah. <laughs> But I was like, well, Trent, well, I was there's like, a meme I found online today that's how uh, it shows the U.S.-Mexico border, and then the bottom picture is U.S.-Mexico border according to Breaking Bad, and half the picture is just like green sky. It's, you know, that's funny. Every time. Every time. Oh, man. 
But I re- so remember Mandy when they did like, like a flashback in Breaking Bad to Mexico in the past, like when they showed Gus and uh, Max at Don Eladio's when Max got, spoiler alert, got killed. Um, that flashback, they had even more sort of a yellowy green wash out because it was it's in what, the past. As it's what to, Alabama like, looks like when it's so hot. You know, like it looks like everything's a little on fire. A look like you could see the heat. Yeah. That's what it looks like. <laughs> so I was actually talking with Lily. Yeah. Who used to write in sometimes, and she, like I said, uh, I wonder if this is when uh, Mike is gonna meet uh, Wendell. Because <laughs> remember when he was? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, how long do chickens live? And Lily answered back, and she was like, chickens live like 8 to 10 years, so this could actually be their origin story. And I was like, ooh, it's going to happen. Holy shit. <laughs> Is there a character in Breaking Bad that we will not know the origin of by the time? No stone home? unturned. That, I mean, Jeez. seriously, if they show him feeding Wendell a chicken, I will lose Gotta name this one. Like, this one looks like a Wendell. Hilarious. Gotta name this one a Wendell. Yeah, okay, this scene's over. <laughs> That's how it's going to I just wrote it for you guys. You're welcome, writers. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I guess, we, I guess we could work backwards. Um, you, oh, man. Now they just have to listen to our podcast and go back and Well, you were talking stuff. about a lot of questions and a lot of mysteries. What are some of those? I'd be kind of interested to hear. Because I'm kind of like, I mean, the only things I'm wondering about is, like, how well, is Jimmy okay. going to handle this shit? But it's, but that's not, I wouldn't really consider that, like, a mystery. But what are you, what are you getting at? Well, I mean, there's the mystery of, like, what is Kim's plan and Jimmy's plan to deal with Mr. Uh, uh, I don't want to leave my house guy. Um, I have an idea about that. Like, like he's hired he's hired Jimmy as his lawyer, but, like, Kim is not going to go up against Jimmy. Like, Kim wants this guy to, what does she want? She wants him to leave, but she wants him to leave Do you willing. have your official book out? What, what official book? Official prediction book? No, I haven't. I I haven't. I was sick for a week. I I I wanted to. I'm going to take a day this weekend and update everything. But if you say it, if you say a prediction, I will. Um, it will get in there because I will re-listen to this podcast and make sure. So do it. All right. Well, I think I don't think this is that crazy of a prediction. But my official prediction is that the the plan is that uh, it's going to be. Uh, Kim versus Jimmy on the surface. It's going to be Kim versus Jimmy against each other at trial. But the real plan behind the scenes is that uh, she's going to, you know, purposely mess up and, and he's okay. going to win. So um, that they both are happy and the guy gets to live on his land. Okay. I I thought of that, but I dismissed it. And I'll tell you why. It's because... Um, they can't go up against each other in court because of conflict of interest because they're in a r- romantic relationship. So, oh, this is TV, uh, baby. Okay, so no, uh, I don't know. Uh, you're right. There is yeah. a conflict of interest, but I'm going to stand by my prediction. I no, just no, picture like good. I mean, it's not like I didn't think of it. It's not like I didn't think of it as I well. I picture so, I, I mean, picture Nick I, I like walking over from. to this like 
chest. It's like wooden chest, and he like takes off a couple of like leather shackles on the sides, opens it, and you're and then like light comes out, and he pulls out this giant fucking tome. The tome has a face on it that's fucking going, and he does an epic battle with the book and opens it, and then more light shines out from the book, and a second operatic song is happening, and this cacophony, and he takes out his quill that he has stabbed in his own blood, and he writes this down. And, record the, and then he like closes it all up, and he's like, "Okay, I hope they don't ask me to do that again next week." <laughs> no, I, I honestly, I was the, hoping uh, I would have time to to update all the prediction stuff. But I, I uh, since we're talking about it, I will this weekend uh, re-listen to the final episode from last season. I'll go through our emails from this season and this episode, and I will make sure the prediction log is completely up to date. Or for next week, it has a face you have and, to fight. I'm just right. saying. <laughs> I will uh, quickly. I do want to say that uh, Trent, I love that uh, our um, the diametrically opposed uh, anthropomorphizations of inanimate objects that we have on oh. this podcast. Because this one, on this one, you have the glowing angel singing box, and on the other one, we have the mailbag that we probably shouldn't ever. I should. About. Well, you said <laughs> anthropomorphized. That should we? Should we come up with a character that's the male? Let's talk about our other podcasts that we're not on right now when we don't have Nate to discuss. <laughs> Let's make it de- – because we can make this decision if we want. It's imagination. We control the listener's imagination. And, Nick, you can weigh in on this. Should we make the Walking Dead podcast mailbag a character? I'm thinking yes. It's just beginning – Progressively like a, grosser like a, and grosser. We I haven't think. Done it much this season, but it was getting but like progressively a, like grosser. Like a, a, a magic bag of holding from I, D&D or something. Like it's the magic. magic I kind of like. Well, it's I kind of like a mail bag that ha- that is that I. How about the encha- the enchanted? Well, hold on. I I would. Of, I'm, uh, an, an, an effeminate list like. The no, no, no. I'm thinking the bag's <laughs> name is Mallory. Mallory the mail bag. He identifies as he though. But it's a it's a male named Mallory, <laughs> and he's and well Mallory was a, a, a mountain climber that died on uh, Everest in the late. Hey, why did you tell me that now? <laughs> well, you said Mallory. I, I know. You said he was a guy. Of course, he was a guy. I'm going to try Mallory the mailbag out next week. I'll work on a voice, <laughs> and it'll. Uh, and Nate's gonna hate it, so we'll see how it goes. <laughs> um, but back to back to this episode. Okay, yeah, we get okay. we really got to get into this episode. So, yeah, so, okay, so Trent, this, do you yes, have a theory of what Jimmy and Kimmy are up to with uh, with Mister? Uh, I don't want to go. Uh, I, I do now that both of you have talked about. I'm not gonna do an official prediction though because uh, I dare, I shan't go against. Uh, I shan't go against the great Shinogle in a battle of predictions. Um, but I, and I'm also a bad gambler, but I think that that's how Kim can get away with not making that guy move off his land. It's because there will be a conflict of interest. I think, yeah, you see what I'm saying? I don't know that it's right. Ah, nah, because it might not be. But I think I, I only came up with it because of yours. But how much do you do we? How much do we all okay. want to see Kim and Jimmy 
Jimmy and Kim, yeah, how much do we want to see them all in court? Like, together, like, uh, opposed. That would yeah. be amazing. Oh, shoot. You know what? That, that's going to happen. Tr- I think she... Yeah, um, it's... Really? I think Trent's got a good... Uh, you know, just, I, I, I don't want to well, say... Well, it's one of these weird... Now, but. Is it because of episode titles? It was... Bec- no, no, because I don't oh. look ahead on... The, no, it's because after okay. episode one, they said they, sh- they had a commercial, or even before episode one they had a commercial about season five and there was a scene with jimmy and kimmy in front of the so, together oh. like as if they were so so they 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 are gonna go up in front of a judge against so team, I think. there's so one of these there's one of these right. things and i wish there was a word for it if and I hate that I, I I apologize to my audience for bringing up something from an advertisement. Yeah, like how that. dare you, uh, Hank Trader, this that... up? How dare you, Dean Norris? Isn't it an advertisement <laughs> up there? Yeah. All right. I will discipline people so, later. So I, I there's this right. thing that I wish there was a word for it, and if it were, it would be German. Um, but there's a a weird twinge of excitement when it comes to. A situation like Kim and Jim, yeah, Kim and Jimmy. I'm gonna say Jim and J- anyway, Kim and Jimmy. Jim, Jim, you can't even combine their names because yeah, so yeah. Anyway, there's a like feeling, like like an excitement out of those two titans, your heroes or whatever, uh, combating when you when you play in the Dungeons and Dragons and you make a character that is a big strong character, you have other, like, magical characters try and take control of the big strong character to then fight their friends. I was recently in one of these situations. I was the big strong one. And as much as I'm like, I don't want to hit my friend's characters, I was like, I kind of want to see how this is going to shake out. Like, I was a little excited to see what, I was like, well, this is going to be curious. Because I, they're, you're like heroes. You're side by side. You know, you're combating with each other. You know they're strong AF. You love being on their team. You're kind of curious, like, which one of us can hit each other harder? You know what I mean? There's a little feeling of, like, I love Jimmy and I love Kim. Uh, it'd be kind of be cool to see if they went up against each other in a fucking law fight. You know what I mean? Like, I'm a little excited for that. Yeah, like, who, who, if it was legit, like, they, they, they both I d- Well, I don't think it has to be legit. I think like, let them. It's like, well, it's like, it's like, uh, What's that movie, uh, Stand By Me, where they're like, who would win, Superman or Mighty Most? Yeah, but but I don't think it needs to be a legit straight-up law battle. I think that Jimmy needs to bring all his tricks, and if they fly and if they work, then they fucking work. And if they don't, Kim kicks his ass with law. I'm just saying, like, man, I'm, there's got there's this weird, it's like a dirty, naughty sense of excitement. I don't know what it is. That's why I wish there was a word for this, where you just kind of want to see... It's like it gives you, like, an... Ex- you know what? It's kind of like in the fucking uh, Avengers movie when a- uh, Thor and Cap and Iron Man are beating the shit out of each other early on. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Or in Civil War. Oh, that fight in Civil War. Holy fuckballs. Like, it's that feeling of, like, I like these two people. I don't want to see them fighting. I want to see them fighting together. But if we got a hot five minutes, we can step to the side and beat each other's ass. This is a little fun. It's a little fun seeing it. Would you say that that feeling that you're you're looking for the word to describe it? Would you say that that feeling might be antissa? Say it. Say it. Yes. Yes. But maybe the rain. <laughs> anyway, that's more to blame. 
I can remove the cause, but not... <laughs> oh, symptom! Alright, um, we gotta get back on this episode. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know to what end this ruse is a boot. But I am excited for it. I'm excited for the possibilities. I can't wait to see. I, I, li- I, I will say that... Um, I like that Kim just like tried everything legal that she could think of, and now she's going to Jimmy to say, okay, we got to do well, some trickster, did trick, y'all think, trickery here. Did y'all think last week that she had it when she goes to the guy and just starts showing him yeah. the houses? Do you yes. think that was going to do it? I kind of did. I, I, I'll tell yeah. you, when she was walking towards the house, I was, I was thinking either he was going to have taken his own life or he was going to come to the door with a gun and it was so I thought I was, the first I, thing too I thought I was maybe nervous. he was dead in there I was nervous both ways and then I thought he was uh, going to come to the door naked finally <laughs> <laughs> but I thought she was going to convince him and I also thought because people were debating was she being honest when she talked about being poor when she was little I thought that was completely honest but I'm I think so yeah. too yeah yeah but some people were saying um, no. He, he, had he no was right that, that she was that she was saying whatever she would to get him to do what she wanted. And I, I he disagree. He pull up in a nice car, dressed like that, and coming from that big law firm. He has no reason to believe her. You know. No, I understand why he didn't. But I, but I believe that that was a true story. That yeah, I don't really think she'll lie about that. That'd be very fucked. She's not. That's not. That's not part of her um, mo. That's not a Giselle type. Yeah. Lie. Like Giselle the, lies the, are bigger. Like. The yeah. next spinoff will be the adventures of Little Kimmy. <laughs> the big adventures of Little. Uh, Kimmy. Oh, exactly. Yeah, she's unbreakable. Okay, <laughs> so so uh, the other the other uh, mystery. Well, there's a whole bunch, but there's like like what is up with? Uh, well, of course, what's up with Mike in Mexico? But I think we'll we'll you know I, I have a theory uh, we know. That, but, I mean, um, we've seen two episodes of now of him drinking and being all distraught over killing Werner Ziegler um, but now like obviously Gus I mean well I assume Gus has somehow taken him to Mexico and had his doctor buddy patch him up so what's up with that like what and how does this tie in with Gus giving up $700,000 to the DEA just to cover his own butt so these things are all guys I think it's two separate things. I think Gus, Gus was having Mike followed because he was worried by seeing Mike's uh, actions. He, he, he's worried that Mike's going to do something dumb. And so he's Gus been having has him an followed. incredible amount of respect for Oh, Mike. yeah, for sure. Yeah. He likes him. He makes stuff like... And when you have somebody you respect and you see them making these bad decisions, you know, maybe mm-hmm. you assign a couple of guys to follow him around and protect him. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there's probably he had him followed. That's how that, 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 uh, what's the word? Precipitated. Yeah. But, uh, um, but also like the, the back and forth when Hank and Gomi were doing the stakeout of the drop points and, and they kept cutting to Lyle, uh, cleaning the, the <laughs> deep fryer and Gus. The stuff with Lyle was way more <laughs> I loved way more it. Stressful than anything. <laughs> oh. I loved it, but I also was like, Lyle, don't work for, for this man. He wants too much from you. You're, gonna, you're no, bleeding into the fryer, no, Lyle. Stop. He, no, Lyle, appease him. Become his favorite. May be on his, be in his beck and call, <laughs> Lyle. 
do it. You know you enjoy it. You're going to go home and be so upset. Uh, You'll be even more upset if you don't stay and clean. Do it, Lyle. No, I thought it was hilarious. It was... I was picturing... Uh, I don't know if y'all have seen that movie Whiplash uh, with uh, uh, Spider-Man's uh-huh. boss in it. Uh, anyway, yes. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That whole movie, he spends totally berating that kid, and and the kid can do nothing right, and it's, you know, oh, not my not my tempo, not my tempo, are you dragging? You know, it, a, it felt like the same That's why thing. I don't like, like, a lot of, like, cooking things, kept- like cooking shows, or, like, like the, the whole... Uh, and it's not to say that every uh, restaurant's this way, but like there's this understood methodology in a lot of like high-end kitchens, like professional kitchens, where it's fucking cool mm-hmm. for someone to just yell and berate and and like act like an ass. And it's like, oh yeah, the whole hell's kitchen like thing. Ton- yeah, like a and everyone's like, ha ha ha, chefs. That's the way they act. That's not okay at all. Anyone. That's not fucking cool. I don't give. No. They make me food. Yeah, I appreciate that. I can go somewhere where they're being nice to who they work with, and it's still fucking food. So, was uh, was Gus keeping Lyle there late to establish an alibi for Gus? Or was he just so frustrated about that $750,000, he just was so mad that he was taking it out on Lyle? I was going to ask you guys this question. But I mean, it's like, <laughs> I, I don't think... It. I think it was just like he was... I've never seen Gus's face look kind of so upset. So I think he was just stressed, and he was taking out stress on. I think he was taking out stress on Kyle, but he also needed to be there for a. He needed someone. An alibi, yeah. Like if he's like, oh, I I was in my office until this hour, and this happened, and this happened, like you know. But instead, he's like, no, I was there a while, and I can be like, yeah, I had to clean the kitchen a bunch of times. He came in and was like, gonna like help clean too, but I wanted to make sure I impressed him. That fucking would sew that shit up tight as a button. But I mean, why would he need an alibi anyway? Because the Uh, DEA is onto his money and uh, drug selling operation. Yeah, but whether whether he had maybe it wasn't, I don't know. But I just, I mean, it's a valid point that it's it's an alibi. Uh, No, because I I thought about that. Like, does he need to be with someone? Well, Uh, if you tell someone uh, that I I, like, if he if he said oh. If he, if he couldn't verify where he was, like he had no one to verify where he was, would that change anything that happened with the DEA? And, and it, like, if they... Maybe not even necessarily the correct. DEA, but also his, the other cartels, because he's also kind of, like, playing around some of this stuff. Like, he knows... So, like, uh, it might not so, necessarily be the DEA, but I don't... I'm not going to discount that. This is how he's acted methodically for so long and been undetected. Oh, I uh, mean... Like, if it went... If it went wrong, because, like, they... Yeah, if there's some shit going down with your shit, you can't just be like, who's that guy that, like, went on trial and was like, I know I wasn't there because I wrote it on a calendar? That shit ain't fucking... That's not an alibi. That's fucking bullshit. If you're just like, I was at home, and people know that... Uh, That guy's, like, the Supreme Court judge. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Jesus fuck, really? God damn. How about... The, the cross-cutting of that scene, how about Hank not finding what he was trying to find and still playing it off to everybody? Hey, alright, we did a great job, everybody. Yeah. He seemed like he was a good boss. Yeah. I mean, people really liked working for him, so I, I you know, I like that. Yeah. Yeah, it seemed like that yeah. in Breaking Bad, too. Yeah, I was like boss. when he said to go me, like, oh, I wanted to catch the guys upstream, not downstream, and then he goes, he said, 
okay, here we go. And then he did the pep talk with all the police and everything. I was like, yeah, like that. So I want to, you know, that was very, it, it sort of made me think back to during Breaking Bad when he would give the pep talks in the DEA office to everybody and was like, yeah. you know, Mr. Yeah, Motivator. I, I want to talk about that scene real yeah. quick from the, from the perspective of the, the, the me what on Instagram seeing Dean Norris just going ape shit with getting a straighter brow every fucking where. Um, he, he took a picture <laughs> next to the guy with a giant mustache and I'm, I'm paraphrasing here, but he said, Hey, who remembers? He, he said, Hey, who remembers mustache man? And he's holding a bottle of Schrader brow and it's on scene when shooting that scene that he had someone take the picture. So he brought Schrader brow with him, had it there and then in the picture called him mustache man. If I, if he wasn't a close personal friend, <laughs> maybe you know we've never done ads on this show before, but maybe we could get him back if we asked if we told him we do. It kind of sounds brow. like he's a get with the Schrader bro. I like where your head's at, Shane. He kind of sounds like a get as long as we're like the, every five minutes Schrader bro. Or if we get. Schrader Brow to sponsor this show, maybe they'll send us I'd be okay with one Schrader Brow to share with the three, the, between the three of us for him to come back on the show. <laughs> or just like take a picture with, near a bottle. I'd be fucking cool with that. Like that's all you'd have to pay me for him to come on. Are you shitting me? Um, but uh, he told one of the greatest stories ever. For those of you that haven't heard the interviews with all of them, because they're like almost non-existent on the internet anymore. Um, when we interviewed Dean Norris, he told because uh, we asked stories about uh, almost everybody in Breaking Bad worked on uh, um, Texas, Walker Texas Ranger, and we found that fascinating. So we always asked like Walker Texas Ranger stories, and Dean Norris didn't really have any. But then we had brought up uh, Total Recall, and he, he had something interesting about that, and he didn't want to say it exactly, but. Uh, someone who was a political figure uh, that might have been on the set when that was going on had a nickname for for Dean Norris's character, and so and it was something I. And I'm going to leave it at that. You can go watch Total Recall, and you can fill in all those blanks if you'd like. It's pretty fucking funny. It was one of the greatest stories I'd ever heard. It was like one of the greatest moments. Because I'm like, like that's not inside. That's like that's not on fucking behind the scenes. DVD shit. That's not on the commentary that somebody said something really vile about him on a daily basis <laughs> as a form of like a very sweet nickname. It was a, it was incredible. Like we had gotten the fucking juicy stuff. It was like in the movie The Interview when Eminem comes out. Like it was like that level. But um, anyway, um, it was so great to have him back. I'm so glad that he's excited. I'm glad we got Hank and Gomi. Um, and it, yeah, I'm glad yeah. there's like more than one episode. It would have been great with just Hank, but uh, both of them together is such yeah. a great team. I love and them I like sitting the and debating in the car about Culvert and the origin of it. You know what it reminded me of? It, well, it reminded me of Breaking Bad, of course, but also it reminded me of Pulp Fiction. Yeah. Just the conversations, uh, the Tarantino-esque like, back and forth of, hey, you know, when I was in Europe, they called this yeah. a, a Royale. Yeah. I don't know. tip. Yeah, Shit like that. Those kind I of love conversations. the fact that when he beats Jimmy or Saul... It's like when, when I think back to the episode where Saul first appeared in Breaking Bad, the episode was called Better Call Saul. Um, 
the Hank meets him in the hallway in the uh, jail uh, after he, or it's either before or after he defends uh, Badger, right? And uh, he, they, they have a little conversation, a little exchange. And I always had the feeling like they've met each other before, like they've dealt each other before. And this just scratched that itch completely yeah. when, when it's like this is the first time they met. And it's like, so they obviously have, have I, a history. I thought about I that, that a little bit. I like that he doesn't meet him until he saw. He did, he never met Jimmy. Uh, yeah, I I I, I yeah, thought about yeah. when he does first meet uh, uh, Hank in uh, Breaking Bad. I I was thinking about that interaction because he comes out and he's having the whole like you can't be talking about this. You know the drill. And he's out in the hallway and he goes, "What does the DEA want with this?" From the mo from the moment of Breaking Bad, I felt like oh he's dealt with them before. Which is so weird. Yeah, and also, like, yeah, I think Hank calls him counselor, like before they, like before he even like he doesn't introduce himself. They just no, start a conversation yeah. where they're digging at each other, like, oh, you're DEA, oh, you're a lawyer, and then they all have this sort of mutual, oh yeah, relationship, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah. It is. So I like that. I thought that was really cool. I have to say, because we were talking about Gus and the whole situation there, I am. Really, I mean, I always thought Gus was the greatest Breaking Bad yes. villain, but Lalo, Lalo is—I'm—he's great. Yeah, I love him as a I villain. I wrote down. He's um, so good. In my notes, that Lalo is Gomez Adams. If you will. <laughs> All right, that's yeah. good. That's really good, James. I like that. Wow. <laughs> but I like—he's just that's the vibe because he's so fun. Yeah. But he's, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's always smiling, but you know he's got the goods on you. Like, he knows everything that's going on, but he acts like he's just Mr. Happy-Go-Lucky. I'm loving this character. It's just awesome. He's a great addition to the show, and another one like him that makes you wonder, okay, what happens to him, because we know he's not in Breaking Bad. Yeah, but I wonder who created the the actual character, like the actual mannerisms. Is it the actor, or is it it writing, or is it a combination? Because I just think it's... Awesome! Like, well, let me so ask well this: done. Was the last was last week's episode the one where uh, Nacho's dad comes by his place? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I want uh, I want to make sure we touch on that man. for a hot second too, just because. Like I wanted, I was going to make an official Ooh. prediction about about oh, Nacho's do dad. It. Actually, yeah. Do go, it. go over to the corner. Take off the leather shackles. Do Mortal Kombat with the anthropomorphic book. You open it up, pull out your flame sword, and you write it down with your flaming sword. My eyes are hurting from the shine from the pages yes, of the book. Yes, the prediction book. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> no, but I, I, uh, official Golden tablets have been translated. That uh, 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 Poppy, uh, uh, not just Dad, uh, um, uh, is not going to live to the end of the... Uh, Poppy oh, Varga, poor Poppy Varga going to die. not going to live to the Aww. end of the season. Yeah, he's That's not going to make one. it. That's a sad one. Yeah, but, I know. Uh, I, was worried from him, I was worried about him right from from that scene on. I was like, oh, man, this is... Yeah, because he's not giving it up. He's not moving on. And, and that's... I could totally see that happening. I don't want it to happen. You don't want everybody to be happy, no. but... I like it. He's yeah, a nice absolutely. man. Like nice to meet yeah. you. Yeah, that that whole thing was great. With like that's him meeting her. At least he like made the other one go high. I like how they hid the girl that was totally high on meth. Like 
she just totally disappeared. Like they shoved her. Fuck yeah, that's the one that you hide. You can talk to the other one. She's fine. She's cool as shit. She's fucking offering coffee and stuff and making food. The other one, like, she's taking shit apart, man. Go get in your fucking closet. That's where we keep you. But um, yeah, I that that stuff was is so heartbreaking and. I like, you know, I know he's done bad stuff. I like Nacho, though. I want him to get out okay. I want his dad to get out okay, but yeah, I don't, I'm, I can see them. I want him to get to Winnipeg. I That's was... what their fake idea is for, for mm-hmm. Manitoba. Yeah, yeah, we can hear you now. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, it, it did that thing. You're going to have to um, get a long Ethernet cord, and we're going to have to plug you into that router. <laughs> it's either doing it's either doing a thing where it's messing up the call, or you guys have a pact just not to listen to me. Oh, because, both. I don't know. No, no. But um, <laughs> no, was, uh, my question was, do you think Nacho really was behind uh, the offer to buy out the shop? Yes. Um, I did. I thought so until he looked his dad in the eye and said no, and then I had a doubt. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, I think it was. Yeah, I think it was. Maybe. He wants. He, he already has fake ID made with his dad's name. On or it might have just been like. I mean, maybe he didn't. If he wasn't behind it, maybe he knew the shit was coming or something like that, or maybe he knew a little more. I don't know. I don't know. Who's to say? Maybe it's yeah. maybe it's not his money, but maybe it was his plan. And he went and talked to the other guy. Yeah, maybe hey, could have been that. My dad. My dad might be ready to sell out. Yeah. I love that he actually he asked the dad. He said, "Look, if all this, uh, it's implied that he says this, but you know, if all this drug stuff is not." here or is here or whatever it doesn't matter he says are you going to work 11 hours today till you die you know yeah. even if none of that other stuff was involved you should probably retire at some point dude come on yeah it's a good yeah, yeah. A good i know i know i know i know but like at the same time too your son's not going to take up the business no but like i mean he would look into an exit strategy down the road to not work 11 hours a day if it wasn't to what he assumes is drug dealers he worked really hard to make that business it's a it's a you know it's a it's a point of the thing now. You're not gonna change him. He's old, and I get it, man. You you, you make something from the ground up. Okay, yeah, you make something from the ground up. I get it. He doesn't want to give it up. Yeah, he doesn't want to let you down. The fact that the fact that Nacho was sitting in a van and they sent Victor in to to threaten Ooh. his father's life. Oh, uh, that so was like, crazy. I, I would see. I, I I I would buy the fact that Nacho put the money up to the guy yeah. and is trying to get his dad away. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. But um. Anyway, so let's. I was gonna. There was another th- thing I was gonna pull out. Let's do this real quick, and then we can get back to other stuff. Uh, Howard. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so man. I have Howard. I have the whole theory on A that. Theory? One. What's the? Okay, go for it. Okay. Well, what happened? So like so. Last season, Howard was all down because he felt like he was responsible for Chuck's death. And the last, I think the last time we saw Howard last season was Jimmy telling him, get a Yeah, he was on, he was down on his fucking luck. He was ready to like eat a bullet, yeah. Yeah. And he had, uh, and he had gone to see psychologists and stuff. So here's what I think's happened and why he's offering Jimmy a job and all this stuff is he's found Buddhism. Uh, and, <laughs> it's a good theory. Or, or some uh, Eastern completely, yes. And he, he, some, quote unquote, he has discovered the idea like of karma. Sorry? 
I said some sort of enlightenment that makes him feel like he needs to reach yeah, out. He's, yeah, he's discovered the idea of karma, and he—that's why he's got the Namaste uh, license plate. Yeah. And he's trying. He he feels like I I uh, um, yeah like he he treated Jimmy badly by not offering him a job. Now whether it was Chuck's idea or his own idea, he was the agent of that bad karma. So he's trying now. And, when Jimmy, he and Jimmy walk out of the the uh, Moscow Mule uh, restaurant, <laughs> and uh, by the way, I love the I love that it's they Trent pull said, up. The only nice restaurant in Albuquerque. <laughs> yeah, it's like where all the boys yeah. go for lunch. And uh, they, um, but when they pull up Howard's car, and then his esteem comes up, and you hear it kind of chug up with the the valet parking. I thought it was hilarious that they accentuated the sound of of the Suzuki uh, yeah, yeah. esteem. Um, but then, but so he sees the Namaste license plate, and he figures out, oh, Howard's just trying to earn some good karma here. Uh, well, not just like I think he Howard legitimately believes it. Like he's trying to put good out there in the world. But Jimmy's not buying it, and so that's why he does the whole bowling ball thing. Is like, let's see how uh, how Howard handles it when some bad karma comes to him. Like, is he gonna take it as like a sign of like he's still getting payback for bad karma? I don't know that he. So that's that's exactly. my whole thing behind he it. Howard is doing this completely for selfish reasons and not, uh, you know, just to help himself out, even if it's metaphysically. And yeah, maybe so. I think it's just he was pissed off and he threw a bowling ball through his fucking windshield. <laughs> but but even because I rewatched the episode today, the opening scene when Jimmy's in the pawn shop and he's he's checking checking all these items. One of the it's things a Buddha. is a <laughs> is a Buddha. Yeah. And so yeah. I was like, and, I, and this and is if it after hadn't been I too heavy to get over that yeah. maybe, maybe, maybe. Yeah, but I thought, but I thought, oh, I, I'm, I'm definitely more confident in my theory once I saw him pick well, up the Buddha. Maybe so. Yeah. I think that and, makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I think that there's a lot of people who who turn to uh, different philosophies when they feel oh, guilty, yeah. and uh, I think that's something that. Is definitely happening here. Well, one yeah. thing I want to kind of kind of push into it's another little kind of nugget, a little small thing. It's not as big in our story, but um, we're talking about um, uh, 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 fuck. We were just talking about him a few minutes ago in the quiz, uh, uh, Mike. So the whole mm-hmm. thing of him, which first off, I, I get like I hate watching it. Maybe they do it because it makes me hate watching it. It, it, it evokes an emotion out of me. But I hate it when a character feels like they got to get their ass beat is atonement for something like they just want to feel something that that kind of like gets yeah. to me but um he was cruising, cruising for trouble, trouble yes and chewing bubble gum and he's all out of names so he um the <laughs> yelling at kaylee haley kaylee kaylee the yelling at kaylee um not so, not so much the yelling at her, him like losing his shit, because like he lost his shit. It happened. He's got it's his fucking son. It happened. Should he yelled at a kid? Well, maybe she should have fucking built a better set of stairs. But the, who's to say? But the point is, is the thing that really got me, that really I had like a reaction to, was in the the in Namaste when he goes to to watch Kaylee and he's talking to what's his daughter in law's fucking name? What's her name? Stacy. Oh, yeah, he goes to okay. Stacy. 
And yeah. she's telling him, like, no, I got somebody here. And he's like, well, how about this? And she's like, well, no. Nah. And he's like, okay. And she's like, well, no. And then she's like, I don't want you to do this. And he gets fucking mad. Because, you know what? At the end of the day, Mike, yeah. let's, you know what? We could sit here and say, okay, PTSD. Well, not really PTSD, but, like, mourning the loss in an unhealthy way. There's lots of things that factor into that normal human emotion that we shouldn't be shaming him for. But you don't like being told what to do, Mike. That's one of your fucking issues right there. You don't like it when Gus would try and do it. You didn't like it when the people at Madrigal tried to do it. You certainly didn't fucking like it when Walt would do it, but you could slam his ass to the ground in the bar. And Stacy's telling you to stay away from her kid, and she's fucking right. There's a cool-off period. And Yeah, well, yeah. he also lied to her, and you could... Like, I never saw... Uh, Jonathan Banks Mike act that way like when she says when he's he's telling her I'm okay and he doesn't look her in the eye like he's yeah. looking all over the place like that yeah that was so obvious that he was lying to her about his you got a you got a self-destructive pattern right now right yeah. now brother and you need to like thank the lucky stars that Stacy's keeping a level head about this because she isn't the most level-headed and go cool it the fuck off yeah. go chill out have you some time have a time and uh and, and yeah have she was being so good about it too. She was trying very hard to be diplomatic. Oh yeah, she knew how. Yeah, she was. I also picked up that her car still has Pennsylvania license plates. Yeah, if my dad had yelled at my kid, I would have like really. I would have. I would have like. I probably would have dressed him down a little bit and been like, "Get your shit together," because that's what he would have done to me. So <laughs> I give the love I get, but at the same time too, I wouldn't have. I don't know. It's it, it's a different kind of relationship, but I think that I'm really glad that Stacy stood her guns because we do know that she gets very scared of shit very easily. Um, she also could be kind of like manipulative yeah. a little bit, maybe. There's some things about Stacy I wasn't crazy about, but this was one of the a very healthy thing that I think that she did, and I really like that she did it. Um, it's a it's a small thing, yeah. and we'll move past it. Obviously, we know. I think she's improved as a person over the unless unless yeah. unless. Unless the Kaylee that we know in Breaking Bad is actually Kaylee too, and it would explain <laughs> the weird Thank you, aging. And Mike you know? kills the first one. <laughs> <laughs> Get out your prediction book! No, 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 no. no. Um, but uh, I want to touch on that before we. Hit anything else? What else have you guys got between the two episodes before we move into? By the way, I was I was silent for a minute because I forgot to set up Baltic Effect email on uh, my new cell phone. So I also I got rid of some security emails and stuff too. It's like, did you log into this one? It sent a security email. It sent a security email to the Baltic Effect one, but not the recovery email one. Normally it just comes to the recovery email one, which I just take care of when it's like one of you guys or something. And usually it's it's. Well, yeah, it popped up here. I saw where it was. A new device. <laughs> yeah, it let me phone. log into my own that the same email and say yes, it's me to it. What the fuck, Google? I know for a fact it works better on other profiles. So anyway. So I have a, I have a bunch of stuff in my okay. notes here. Uh, most of it I can go okay. through quickly, but uh, Shane, one. Shane. I have. I'm, I'm reading a line from my notes to you right now. Kim okay. and Jimmy's plan. Dot dot dot. She's not going to lose in court to Jimmy, is she? <laughs> oh man. Oh man. There's your prediction. 
But okay, so the ones that I that I um, want to take a, will discuss a little bit is like, do you have anything to say about the opening of episode four hundred three with the ants and the ice cream? Because I thought um, I saw a lot of symbolism in that, including the music. Uh, I would say that it reminded me of uh, Honey I Shot. Yes. <laughs> yes. Hell yes. Auntie, come on, Auntie. But no, no, please tell me about the symbolism. Well, I thought. Uh, well, first, it was a very Breaking Bad beginning, showing like uh, an insect uh, close up like that. Uh, reminded me of the tarantula and the fly. Um, the the uh, the sweet ice cream cone and the yodeling music reminds of like when Saul or Jimmy was quite innocent, starting his elder law practice with the Alpine Shepherd boy. But then you have like the ants. Uh, climb up the, this this mountain of the ice cream cone, and more and more ants come, and it's basically he's just been picked up by Nacho, and he's going to be hired by Lalo, and this is like he's crossing into the the dark world, and even Nacho has a line later in the episode saying, "Once you're in, you're in," and this is what's happened. It's like now it's not just one ant. Now that he's doing law for the cartel and criminals, this is where he starts becoming a criminal lawyer. And so now he's going to be sworn. Oh. So that those are sort of all all the different Ooh, things. That is and good. Then, and then the final thing I saw was um, when they pull back from the ice cream cone and they show like all the ants all over it, then you see a woman's foot go by in a pantsuit. And I just thought, is that symbolic of Kim leaving him eventually because he gets too deep into the crime? I don't I might be reading that a little bit. I, it reminded far. me. Um, if I were taking any symbolism out of that scene, I would just say it's the sweetness disappearing, you know, the the sweetness that, that was in Jimmy. The sweetness, no, the song by Jimmy Eat World, Jimmy Better Call Saul. <laughs> oh, shit, son. Oh, my God. It's going down. It's, go it's Executioners, not Jimmy Eat World. It's a different band from that era. It reminded me of Pink Panther. Why? What does the Pink Panther say when he stepped on a bunch of ants? Dead ants. Dead ants. Dead ants. That one makes me happy. It's a good one. <laughs> Um, so here's a couple of really quick observations about the first episode. Um, hang on. Uh, do, do, do. Oh, well, when Jimmy was waiting outside the jail for Hank and Gomi to show up, he was standing next to a truck that said Fiona.com wireless. And that was uh, when he worked in the wireless store. They had Fiona.com now has wireless oh. inside. So it's yeah. good for Fiona. Um, Another one was, um, well, I love the shot of Jimmy and Nacho at the racetrack when Lalo takes off and leaves them in the dust. I just thought it was a beautiful camera shot. Um, what else? Uh, uh, I'm just trying to... Oh, I love Jimmy. that car, that fucking Monte Carlo. Oh, my God. Oh, my uh, God. What's uh, the one? You know cars, uh, Nick. What's <laughs> the one that um, Nacho drives? Is it a Javelin? <laughs> oh, God. Uh, no, isn't it? A GTA? No, it's got the weird AMC. I have it in notes from like yeah, it's got the weird AMC um, uh, 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 door handles that, that really? look like no, that look like um, uh, seat belts for airplanes. I think it's it might be a jet or a, yeah. no. Yeah, check your notes. Let me know. It's a cool car, anyways. Okay, okay. Here's another little trivial thing I noticed is that when Kim is waiting in the court. Uh, 
Um, and she gets, you know, she's going to get the call that she has to go attend to Mesa Verde. But she's sitting there. There's another lawyer sitting there, and the judge is busy making a decision. The other lawyer she's facing is the same lawyer that Jimmy faced in episode one at the very beginning with the guys that broke into the. Oh wow! Home. Same lawyer. Neat. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I, I picked up on that. Um, what else? Uh, oh, just um, is there any comment about that final scene of that first episode of the throwing the beer bottles? Because I just thought it was like well, yes, they it both pissed had me off. Days where <laughs> it's like the first. Yeah, it pissed you off, but also it was like that was the only thing either of them had control over during the day. Like Jimmy got ta- got yeah. taken away by by Lalo and hired against his will, and Kim was doing Mesa Verde stuff for trying to throw a man off his land that she didn't want to do. So they were blowing off steam, but it was also like that was the only thing they really that, controlled that day was that they people, motherfuckers gotta walk across that man, drive their car on that shit. I got a fucking piece of glass in my fucking car. Yeah. I'm glad you had a good old day. I'm glad yeah. you were in control of, like, fucking up my tire, time. asshole. Go throw him in a goddamn garbage can. You want to control something, turn the TV on. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I get mad at broken glass. Do you, no, you think that Jimmy told Kim about getting kidnapped that day? No. No. No, I think they threw they threw those bottles and then they went inside. He never fucking told her. Hell no. Hell no. Hell to the nizzo. No, he's not. No, she wouldn't have had her her hand on his naked body. <laughs> 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 Which, by the way, between Walking Dead and this, that was two like side view naked. Yeah. In- oh, yeah, really? man. So. Oh, <laughs> man. Um, so moving on to the next, the the second episode. Um, also, the only other thing I was gonna say about the the opening was like the way they showed the three bells ringing when he entered and exited. I also sort of Googled after I got into this whole idea that it was a Buddhist, he was doing the karma thing, and like bells have a lot of symbol. Like, first, I, the, when I first saw the episode the first time, because they did a close up on the bells when he went in and out, I said, Does this have something to do with Hector? Just because whenever you see a bell ring, it's, you know, Hector An gets a wheelchair. Yeah, or yeah. Hector gets a wheelchair. <laughs> but, um, but then. Once I had my Buddhism Namaste Karma theory, I thought, well, these are like prayer bells, and uh, like bells have a lot of symbolism in the Hindu and Buddhist religions. Yeah. So, uh, and uh, Kyle, I thought the actor has grown up a bit. He's a kind of beefier. I almost didn't recognize him. I had to check that it was I the same no actor. No idea playing, who that is. Uh, uh, Lyle. Oh, Lyle. I think it's yeah. Kyle. Oh, Lyle. Lyle. No, sorry. Sorry, yeah, yeah, Lyle, yeah. Y'all yeah. both said you. Kyle earlier. I, didn't I did say Kyle. I said Lyle earlier. <laughs> so wait, Lyle has been on the show before? Yeah, he's been in two seasons already. Like he was, oh, He's man. been the assistant manager of Los Boyos for, uh, since uh, Hector came in and held the, the staff hostage for a day. I called him something right. else oh, when we were watching the episode, like Gilbert or something, when I first saw him. No wonder he's loyal yeah, to you guys. He's been there from, yeah. uh, yeah. And then I think the last thing I want to say is like at the beginning of this week's episode, they had the warning, some language may be offensive. And I knew, oh, this is the episode where they're going to have this season's mm-hmm. F word. And I have to say, of all of Breaking Bad and all of Better Call Saul, this was the best F word. The one, one F word of the season that they can, ha- they're allowed to have. This was the most imaginative. And best remind me, ever. and so it gets the F word. Remind me, where was it in this one? It was the picture that he handed. 
yes. It's a man fucking a horse. <laughs> it was like, it was like, how did you convince him? Uh, visual age, you'd be surprised. He had the picture and he goes, he just goes, it's a man fucking a horse. Oh, uh, it was the greatest thing they've ever written in all, but between the movie and the two sh- two shows, um, it's a picture of a man fucking a ho- Jimmy. Why? And now Saul is on. Now he's on a list somewhere. Yeah, he's like, I'd t- be surprised if you can get on the internet. All right. Um. Well, listen, if you're okay with it, I want to jump into our. Oh, I have. Yeah, what one you last got? thing. Only the very last thing is. Uh, the scene where they're in the courtroom and he pulls the stunt with the uh, the twin or the mm-hmm. double or whatever. Uh, when we were watching it, it uh, I just have to tell the audience that when we were watching this, uh, Trent called out the uh, airboat <laughs> uh, air thing. There's no law says you can't swap out the defendant. For his <laughs> no one said he has to sit there. Lots of people get represented and aren't sitting there. It happens all the time. Since they said you can't, you explicitly didn't say. So that means the dog can play basketball. <laughs> Alright, but you're right. Yes, we got two. Yeah. Alright, both of them for Brick Tales. Thank you, Brick Tales. First one's for the guy for this. The guy for this, you know. Hello, gentlemen. Hey, uh. Hey, Shane. Yeah. Um, do you see there's emails from Lon? Hang on. She said, wait, wait, let me look. Oh, I didn't scroll back. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. All right. Okay. Lana, my I will. we will get your email tonight. I will get these quiz questions. I will use these quiz well, questions next week just so that Brick we... Tales. That means she got in first, dude. You getting bumped. Lana's up first. Good evening, Nick, Trent, and Shane. Oh, yeah. Look at there. Address this by name. Wow. Yeah. Thank you, Lana. Welcome back. Uh, it's been a while since I've uh, written in to any of the podcasts. It's nice to be back. It's nice to have you back. And uh, what a good episode. It's great to have Hank and Steve Gomez back in action. Their whole scene with Crazy 8 and Saul was so good, and it was definitely a surprise to find out that Crazy 8 is only pretending to be a CI in order to frame Gus. I wonder if that is true and yeah, right up nice. until the Breaking Bad days, and he was fooling Hank all along. Maybe. Um, it seems Saul is now a proper criminal lawyer. It is starting to realize how much money he can make <laughs> with this line of work. I like the contrast to Kim, who is trying desperately to do pro bono work and to feel like she is doing some good in the world. She really needs to change the law firm and leave Jimmy. Uh, needs to change the law firm and leave Jimmy if she has any chance of being the lawyer she wants to be. Agreed. Also, uh, was it just me, or did anyone else think Mr. Acker had killed himself when he initially wasn't answering the door to Kim? I think we all were kind of getting there. Um, yep. It was. I thought he was going to come to the door naked. Um, she says, uh, I thought if, I mean, she says, I thought if he had, had, it would made her feel so guilty that it might push her towards changing her life. Uh, I'm worried about what Nacho has gotten himself into. He's such a risky, in such a risky position by talking to Gus about what Lalo is up to. The whole scene with his dad was heartbreaking. And I hope that Nacho does find a way to make it out alive, although it seems unlikely. So I'm going to make an official prediction. Go, go fight that fucking book, Nick. Go, go fight the good fight. You yep. jump over and you hover. You jump over to the hover crate. And you flip open the metallic yep. clasp. You pull out your <laughs> laser sword. 
and you fight through all the laser blasts because the t- trunk is full of stormtroopers. Once you get through to your electronic tome that comes up, your R2 unit comes in and clips into it. She's going to make an official prediction that Lalo kills or arranges the killing of Nacho. Dun-dun-dun. Things also aren't looking great for Mike. It's interesting to see how much the death of uh, Werner seems to be affecting him. I'm looking forward to seeing how the show turns him into the Mike we saw in Breaking Bad. That's all I got for this week. Looking forward to the podcast, Lana. Triple X! That's one for each of us. I will hand them out. It's very gracious. Um, Then that means means we got... And again, I'll get those questions in next week. That means we got uh, three this week. So who wants to take uh, the first one from uh, Bricktails? A woohoo. Vaunts it. Uh, okay, oh, that. Fight uh, so over it. We, it's uh, okay. So the one on episode five point yeah. three. Uh, uh, hello, yeah. gentlemen oh, yeah. and Hi. gentlemen. Hello. Hola. Uh, can I talk? <laughs> uh, I'll talk. Uh, this episode made my tiny eyes go <laughs> wide with delight. Uh, yeah. By the way, how is your lovely? <laughs> that was so good when he was like. Trying to be diplomatic about Tuco being the scariest guy he's ever met. <laughs> um, the scene from Ant Man at the start of this episode was fantastic. I usually don't listen to the Insider podcast before I write, but I was really curious about that scene. Nick's probably already talked about this. <laughs> yeah, good call. Uh, but uh, but that was all practical. They built a little piece of uh, sidewalk on a on a table in the studio and filmed uh, real ants with a close up camera. Uh, uh, these guys could wow. do nature documentaries for the National no Geographic shit. Channel. Actually, but was, but was the yodeling real? Uh, what's that? But was the yodeling real? Uh, that's a, a song because I saw it in the closed caption. Were the ants really yodeling? Yes. Uh, were yes. they really yodeling? I looked that up. Uh, I haven't listened to the Insider podcast God at all. God damn it, Nick! Why not? I, I'm looking wow. forward. To, I'm looking forward to catching up on that at some point. Um, anyway, continuing with Bricktail's email, I love the scene of Saul meeting with Lalo. Yeah, didn't we all? Uh, when he tried to get out of working for them by charging what he assumed was too much and forgot his own history. Uh, a couple of seasons ago, when he was doing community service, he helped out another criminal and concluded that drug dealers make great clients because they pay cash. No questions asked. He should have remembered that lesson here. Yeah, good point. Yeah. Um, then we got an even better scene, the return or actually first appearance in show universe chronology <laughs> of Hank and Gomi. I've been wondering how long it would take them to appear, and they are the most logical Breaking Bad characters to interact with Saul. In Breaking Bad, Saul meets Hank at least twice, once when he's representing Mike and later when he's representing Jesse and also when he's representing um, Badger. Um I don't remember if Hank ever rem- refers to other encounters with Saul in the past. That part with Saul playing them was the classic con man he becomes by Breaking Bad time. Presumably, we'll get more Hank and Gomi in the next episode, or, as, or oh, sorry, next episode or so, as they will be going after the dead drops and any follow that follows from that. Oh, and one little Easter egg from this episode. Saul's deal with Hank is that Crazy Eight will become Hank's personal confidential informant, which he is, which is why he snitched on his cousin and Jesse in the Breaking Bad pilot. Uh, I wonder, does this mean that Crazy Eight snitched at that point at the direction of the Salamancas since Saul tells Lalo, Lalo here that if Crazy Eight is a rat, 
he's there at. Maybe they were using this to clear out low-level local dealers to help open up the market for themselves. Could be. It's quite possible. Uh, Nacho tells Saul, it's not about what you want. uh, Sorry, it's not about what you want. When you're in, you're in, which isn't really (laughs) about Saul at all. Instead, it's Nacho's commentary on his own situation being trapped between Lalo and Gus and unable to escape with his dad. Yep. Yep. Um, we got some important backstory for Kim this episode. We uh, we knew already that she didn't have money before because she needed a loan from HHM to go to law school. But here we find out how she grew up really poor and that her mom was a bit of a scam artist slipping out without paying the rent. I wonder if that's part of her initial attraction to Jimmy. She sees him as being similar, a similar Aladdin-type lovable scamp, one jump ahead of the lawman. Street uh, rat. Okay, good comparison. Interesting. Yeah. I don't buy that. Uh, I think there was a misstep in the pacing Uh-oh. of this episode. I really felt that they should have ended when Saul got dropped off by Nacho and saw his ice cream cone on the side. Yeah, that would have been good. Uh, covered in ants. Uh, yes, those three scenes after sundown were important, especially uh, to fill in Kim's backstory and just to advance the... Uh, the plot about Gus's dead drops, but it would have bookended the episode better to start and end with yes, the yodeling, yodeling ants. ants. Yodeling yeah. ants should be your name yeah. of your website, Nick. Yodeling ants. Yeah, I actually thought that was the end <laughs> of the episode, but they that was a long episode too. It was an extra fifteen minutes long, so maybe they had a natural ending and decided to extend it just to manage the time of the season. I don't know. Um, maybe. Well, guys, I feel like my chain is being jerked, and not in a good way, if you know what I'm saying. I'm not going to lie, it hurts, so I'm going to sign off. Bricktails, I do know what you mean, jerking off. Uh, Shane, do you want to take uh, his next email? Absolutely. No man's tea. All right. We got got another one from Bricktails. Sorry, I was, I was trying to open the email and I was like behind. I think, I, we lost, we lost anyway. I think we lost. Anyway. But he's, re- he's reading oh. the email. Poor guy. I heard him say something. It was like, God, or hold on, or on, or something. <laughs> I think he thinks I can hear him better than he thinks I can hear him. Because it's a real just kind of like, it just is noises. <laughs> hold on. Oh, hold on. Okay. Hold on. I'm coming to do Let's get right to it. All right. He says, Namaste, gentlemen and gentlemen. Namaste. I'd like to lodge a complaint. AMC.com has been sticking that new Jason Siegel show at the end of every video, so with both The Walking Dead and this, when I go to watch, it says an hour and a half, so I keep expecting it to be an extended episode. It was great to get more Hank and Gomi in this episode, especially their banter while waiting for Gus's money drop. I think they said on the Insider Podcast last week that they were only in a couple of episodes, though. I'm going to pause there and say, yeah, I didn't want to spoil anybody, but they, I did hear the Insider Podcast. They confirmed it's just the two episodes. Just oh, is that all? Get their yeah. hopes up. Yeah. Aw. Uh, back to the email, he says, man, it must suck to work for Gus. <laughs> that poor kid seemed uh, so uncomfortable staying after class to clean the fryer, and he's probably just working for minimum. Surely the McDonald's up the street is hiring, so if I were him, yeah. I'd jump ship. <laughs> Jimmy's... Jimmy's a shit. Sorry, Nick's mom. Even before he met with Howard to find out what he wanted, he was already planning on smashing up his car. 
I'm going to pause there. I don't think so. I think no. that was a, a response. I think we saw that out of sequence. Because he does, he did it right after he left Mr. Acker's place, after showing him the photo of the horse uh, thingy. Because he goes outside, he stands by his car, he looks at his watch. Because he, call, he calls Kimmy, and he says, oh, uh, Chinese for supper? And then he pauses by his car, looks at his watch, and he figures out he's got time to go to the pawn <laughs> shop. So that... Pawn shop scene happened after he went to Nick, Mr. Acker. You called it a yeah, it was, you call it, was it a horse thingy. Come on, it was a man fucking a horse, horse, a yeah, horse that's thingy. What I said. There was probably a horse thingy. <laughs> I'm embarrassed involved. that you called um, it thingy. Right. Uh. <laughs> so, he continues. Uh, let's see. Sure, Howard is a stuffed shirt, but he genuinely <laughs> seems like he's trying to be a good guy to Jimmy. So thoughts on where Mike is at the end? I'm guessing somehow Gus knew he needed to be picked up, probably had him followed, and sent him off to Mexico to heal up. Next week, he'll be chasing <laughs> chickens around. Wendell, chicken chasing Wendell is how we used to train back in the old days. Yep, the Wendell origin story, it's coming. Well, I've got to go do some Googling. You'd be surprised what you can find on the internet. I'm a stay. Oh, man. Thank you, everybody, for writing in. Thanks, Bricktails. Lana, Bricktails, superstars. You want to be like these superstars. That's what you are. Traveled from afar, shining on a star. Send us an email, balsicaffect at gmail.com. Um, and uh, just give us your thoughts. You can send us some quiz questions if you'd like. We'll have to do some Alana's questions, add it in with, uh, with next week if that's cool, Shane. Um, and, yeah, and, uh, if you send quiz questions, send them in a separate email and label yes. them the subject line so we and know And she the did, difference. which is what made it like really easy for us to, like, we go, oh, Lana sent us an yeah. email. It's just, I'm sorry. <clears throat> we're used to just getting the the few emails, so and plus we had the extra week off, so we're sorry. Well, and also because we had two weeks. Well, same, we had yeah. a week off, but yeah. but we still got to, you see see there. Even when we fuck up, we fix it. Send your emails into us. We'll read them out. Um, and and until next time, until we do that thing again. My name was Trent. His name was Shane. His name Adios. was Nick. For a minute there, I thought I was going to be swallowing condoms filled with heroin. <laughs> Say condom. How dirty. God, you're going to talk about condoms now? Oh, my God. Earlier said thingy, now condom. What are we going to do with him? Yeah. My, my mind what are we going to What was that all about before? This podcast has been so long, I forgot the joke I made like an hour ago. Oh, I don't know. What was the other one? There wasn't a... Oh, the... <laughs> what position did he play? And he said... You said oh, pitcher uh, or catcher. I said, that's gross. I said missionary. <laughs> Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at Chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.